deadlifts. We talk a lot about them. We see them a lot in Instagram and social media. So what are they? Hi, I'm Rod Rorick, helping make you a better you. Welcome to this podcast, Rorick Knows Podcast. And our goal is to help educate you about all aspects of not only aesthetic surgery, and but also to help educate you about what will help make you better. So I am really pleased tonight to have actually one of my great patients who's had a lip lift and uh, she used to work for me as well in Dallas and she's from West Texas. So Jana, welcome. Hi, thank you, Dr. Rourke. It's nice to be here and I will try to um, curb my Texas accent just a bit. Now that I'm a Coloradoan, I... Um, oh, you're Coloradoan? Yes. I, I don't, you know what, one thing it. is, you can, you can, you can leave Texas, but you, Texas can't leave you. Just remember that. Okay. And you know, you and can I tell, do. don't you love her accent? I love it. <laughs> I, love, I don't have a Texas accent, but I sure can do it if I need to. <laughs> but uh, no, no, it's great. Anyway, Jana, so how are you? Doing good, great. Good. And yes. uh, I know it's winter in Texas and because uh, whenever it gets below 70 degrees, everybody puts on a coat. So it's good. Yes. I know. And it's actually a lot colder than that here in, in, in Big D. So we all, you know, we talk a lot about aging and how to correct it and things that make people look younger. And so tell me about why you approach me about having a lip lift and you know because we've you know we've done neuromodulator we've done botox and some fillers and yes so what what was it that bothered you about your lip well she has a beautiful lip now i do have a beautiful lip now yeah you um, can see it look you can see this this is her before and her after and she has a beautiful lip you can tell because before you couldn't see her teeth upper teeth now she has a nice glow and when she animates. I so. do. And I guess it, it started when I was a young girl. I had an older sister, about 13 months, and she had a very short space from her nose to her upper lip. And I always loved that about her. She's a very pretty woman, even at her age 64. And I am now 60, can I say just plus? I don't want 60 anybody. plus? 60 plus a little. Um, but I'm the younger sister by a few months and um, 13 to be exact and I always just noticed the beautiful people had this different look about them and mine I have a long oval face yeah and that just made me look um, draggy long um, and you know that saying in Texas long in the tooth well that's what <laughs> happens to your upper lip as you age it just gets worse and so I did my research and about you and the most important thing I read about lipless was you want to get someone who knows about noses and that was you it <laughs> well, said find someone that knows about rhinoplasties because that area under your nose I mean it's very important you can get lopsided you I've seen some really ugly ones and so when I found you for my Botox and filler I wanted to get to know you first before, you know, I could trust you <laughs> to do out. that. Yes. Yeah. No, I think you make a good point, Jenna, because, you know, it is a very delicate uh, incision that's put in the waviness 
right below the lip, uh, lip uh, and ailer base junction. And so if you don't get that perfectly aligned, that can be a bad scar because it's in the center part of your face. Right. And so, you know, I th in fact, I did that. I did a lip lift today in a secondary rhinoplasty patient, and she looks awesome. But, cool. you know, usually I don't do the, the rhinoplasty with a lip lift. Uh, this was a, was a different patient because she didn't need ailer bases. But uh, so, okay. So what, tell me about the process now. I mean, we did this actually under local, which I usually don't do, but she doesn't, she, you don't like general. So I, now I usually don't do things yeah. under local, but you were awesome. Well, and you were too. And your um, assistants, your fellows that were there, they were so helpful and, and we made it work. And I had had um, a previous ear surgery just not very long before that so I just really didn't want general anesthesia so that's yeah, why yeah. I asked you if it could be done and it certainly could and it you worked out fine it was a little um I will be honest yeah. a, a little you know at the very beginning the needles hurt to with yeah. the lidocaine to numb right. it but other than that it was so tolerable yeah great in fact we made a YouTube about it and it's in, yes. it's on my YouTube channel at, mm -hmm. so just it's under Dr. Rorick YouTube channel. So yeah, take a look at it. I did it a few months ago. Because it's been how many months now? It's been nine. Nine nine yes. months time. And I flies. you know, the scar is is receding yeah. each, you know, day and it looks better. I still um, I have an area I never was a smoker, Dr. Rorick, but I have these vertical lines and, and that's a different thing. You know, we right. can laser that. And we right. can we can do lasering and and many times when I'm doing a lip lift, I'm actually doing laser resurfacing as well and in fact that's you know one of the things i did today mm -hmm. and i think those are all things i think the best thing about a lip lift is that it's a great adjunct in the management of aging because as we get older you know we not only do as our skin sag and our we get jowls but also our earlobes get longer the lip gets longer the nose droops and all those things happen so if you just do a, a lift a, a facelift there's still some missing links. And mm -hmm. one of the key missing links is, is the lip lift. And the lip lift has become much more popular in the aging patient. And I think just like some other procedures, it's been overdone, like the buccal fat removal, because now I see lip lifts being done in 20 year olds, which is totally ridiculous. And I saw a patient recently that had a lip lift and she was 25 and she had you know huge lips from fillers. And that was, it just, it's terrible. And the other thing about lip lifts is that it's hard to fix them if they're overdone because, you know, you can't really put it back. Right. So it's really important. In fact, if anything, you want to underdo it a little bit. So I think that's... Well, really, and yeah. that that was one thing that made me yeah. feel safe yeah. and secure right. about this because you measured it. We, we talked about it before, I mean, right. months before it was done. So I felt comfortable about us taking, you taking the right amount of skin underneath the nose and not too much. Right, exactly. And then, you know, you've seen examples of it. You've seen patients that have had it. Right. And so, I mean, those are very important things because it is a scar, you know, and, and we make scars, you know, put them in places that are hard to see, but everybody has a, an incision and a scar. And I think, you know, uh, we're not God. We're just right. plastic surgeons, but we hide scars. So that's good. So what, what advice would you give to uh, women that are considering having this, you know, that are in their 40s and 50s and 
and want to do it either with or without a facelift. Right. I, I would say come and visit with you, or if you're not in the state of Texas and you can't get here easily, we'll find someone, do your research, and find um, a plastic surgeon that is does rhinoplasties as well because it's well, just so important about not making you have a freaky nose. I kind of have a little pig nose anyway, and so I certainly <laughs> wouldn't have wanted you know you to make that any more prominent yeah. so well i think it's i think that's good advice i think find a board certified posse surgeon that actually does you know and understands facial aging yes you know does facelift does rhinoplasties and and obviously can pay attention to details especially in those uh relaxed skin tension lines and the where you can hide the scar as much as you can and i think that's a very important thing yes and and I think it can be done usually as an adjunct. You know, I usually do it as an adjunct most commonly with a facelift, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, and you look absolutely, you know, amazing. So, but, so we did that as an isolated procedure, but usually I do it with a facelift and eyes and sometimes hand augmentation with, with fat, but that's usually the usual combination. So, so it's a very common adjunct and it's really, it's like icing to the cake. Not only is it the missing link, but it really helps to make it, uh, make your facelift look so much better, so much softer, because you can have that nice soft filling. And so many times people mistake the correction of the aging long lip and they add fillers and then people look weird they look like ducks, ducks. you know that mm-hmm. aren't in the water and right. it's not a good it's not a good look well so and I, i've had that too doctor not by you but that's what i started with fillers and instead of right. it making that length your filtrum which that space is called shorter it really didn't it almost made it look longer it with flipped. fat lips right. and exactly. so i quit doing that and that's why i started looking for you i wanted a permanent more permanent solution yeah. to my issue yeah no that's that's a great point and i think the other thing about it is that you know really it's really fairly um, minimal discomfort after surgery oh you, you tell me i didn't right? have any pain pills didn't need them i just took care of myself followed you know yeah, your orders after care yeah. so it really it, it did not it's not a painful thing to get right. over it's just the right. healing just process right and stitches come on about seven ten days right and you can be back doing most everything and eating that same day so it's really a fairly easy recovery for you i mean right. it requires finesse we mark it and again you can see the youtube where we actually recorded it all and it really shows exactly how we precisely marked the central and upper lip and showed it and then we we looked at you know what her tooth lip show would be like and and you can see she looks you know absolutely beautiful and uh, we'll show her photos again just to give you an idea of that and and again it's a great adjunct for facial rejuvenation and many times i'll do that and then we'll, uh, if, if you're doing it in the office, you can do fillers and Botox and neuromodulators with it as well. And I think that's a really good thing. So, so, so what's next for you? I mean, you look absolutely awesome. I know you're living in Colorado. Yes. So, uh, well, I'm currently, because um, cannabis is legal in Colorado, I am currently making some anti-aging products. Um, skincare actually, products? Or? Yes. I infuse um, some hemp seed oil and I use different botanicals um, whatever your kind of issue is and um, I infuse 
really? infuse it with CBD and a little something else okay. that's not legal in Texas. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so no, it's great. Well, it's great. And uh, well, I mean, you're natural, beautiful, beautifully anyway. But uh, so what, I'm sorry, what? Well, I, w I wanted to say um, the thing that I appreciate about you when I was working for you, I heard you sometimes a woman would come in maybe almost 70 and say, you know, I want Botox and filler. And you would be truthful and say, you know, we can do a little, uh, a, a little bit extra for you. However, you know, so I guess my question was always, what's the best time for a facelift? I know I want to do one at some point with you, but um, I'm just not ready yet. I think I don't actually, um, you help me with um, the jowl area. We, yeah. you put some Botox in and the platysmal bands, which sometimes you get old lady neck. Uh, men have it too, actually, right. don't they? Yeah. A aging neck. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the best, best time? age? Well, it's a very good question, Jana. And I think, you know, you obviously have really taken good care of yourself. And I think that means, you know, no smoking, staying fit, using good sunscreen and all those things. The best time to get a facelift is when you think you need it, especially if you have jowling. If you have jowling here and you have platysmal bands, that's when you should have a facelift. And so many people continue to put fillers in, and then you look like, you know, the Stay Puff Marshmallow, right. and uh, and and that doesn't look good. So. Once you start getting jowls and neck bands and things, that's when you need to get a mm -hmm. face up. But you're, you're totally fine. And we did it non-surgically. And you right. look absolutely amazing because we did that a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. maybe two weeks. Two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. And so we did jawline contouring mm -hmm. and we did uh, your, your Botox and stuff. And so there's a lot of finesse things you can do today non-surgically because most people don't want surgery until they absolutely really would maximally benefit from right. it. So that's the great thing about plastic surgery today because a really good uh, plastic surgeon can do everything from minimal to non-invasive to the invasive things. And I think that's the beauty of who and what we are as plastic surgeons because I can look at somebody and I can say, hey, They'll come in, they want something, I say, I don't think you should have that. I mean, there'll be people say, oh, we want to do that because they want to, they don't want to, you know, financially be rewarded. But I don't like that. I want people to look good and be happy. And I give them my advice based upon my experience of almost 30 years of saying, hey, this is what would look best on you. Right. It's not a facelift. It's probably frillers or if you have jaws, it's, you know, let's, let's consider doing a facelift or a neck lift. And I think that's the advice that I think people should have because so many times I see, so many times I see people that have had things done that should have never had them done and they look different, they look weird. And, you know, we're in the face protection business, not in the, you know, witness protection business in plastic surgery. And I think that's really something that people tend to forget. Right. So know before you go, find some uh, somebody, a board certified plastic surgeon or a facial plastic surgeon that really cares about their art and about their skill and can deliver great results. Look at their website, look at their Instagram, look at, look at the photos they show and the videos to see if they truly do look normal and natural, not look weird, because if you want to look weird, I can send you there. But 
this is not the place to go if you want to look weird. Well, and that's why I yeah. chose you, because yeah. I saw your before and afters, and yeah. I actually talked to some well, uh, former patients of yours that were lifetime patients, and I wanted the natural look. I, I want to look in the mirror and feel good about myself at my age, and I actually... Most days do. I mean, some, you know, I don't. But I just want to look just a little more youthful and age gracefully. And some women don't believe in anything. They just say, oh, poppycock for that plastic surgery and all that. And I said, well, I've never had any, but I do have a little help along the way. And yeah. I think it's just fine. It's If you feel better about yourself and you feel more confident Right. Absolutely. It's all about that. You know, everybody has inner beauty and you want to portray that both in many ways, either with external help or internal help. It's fine. I mean, that's what we do. And we're here as plastic surgeons. We're here to give you good, prudent and safe advice so that you can look the best you can be. And, you know, you can be the best you can be. And I think that's what a, a good plastic surgeon does. So, so Jenna, I, I really want to thank you for uh, taking the time to come all the way from Colorado to visit yes. us in, in Dallas, in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, and, uh, and thank you for having me because you're my favorite doctor. <laughs> you well. are and you always will be. And I appreciate what you do to help me um, look a little more youthful. More youthful. Then yeah. beautiful. So, Jana, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you and seeing you in Big D and yes. uh, happy holidays. And we'll look forward to well. seeing you. Yes. All right. All right. All right.